0: You're listening to the Peacock and
1: Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, Tuesday edition. There is big news around the league, so we're going to get to less of your questions today. We might have to push some of our Tuesday Twitter mailbag questions into Wednesday's program because... The Jets and the Panthers have swung a trade. And Matt, I think it's hilarious that this went down not long after we got done recording a podcast where we said, well, I guess this is going to be the quiet portion of the offseason, right? Everything's all quiet around (laughs) the NFL. Nothing's going to happen. People, uh, teams are in draft meetings for the rest of the month of April and their heads are down. But no, the Carolina Panthers have sent uh, a second and a fourth next year, a sixth rounder this year to the New York Jets for quarterback Sam Darnold, and a ton of draft ramifications and other things we can take away from this trade that include the New York Jets, the Carolina Panthers, and some other teams in the NFL draft. And we will have some time for some of your questions. At BD Peacock on Twitter, at Williamson NFL is where those questions will come from. Uh, do we have to do another top 12 mock draft again, Matt, now that we've seen, now that this trade yeah, has right. gone down? Because <laughs> I think the Carolina Panthers are now in in, in the biggest... Uh, in the in the in the most different spot than we thought they were going to be at pick eight, moving up for a quarterback and at least drafting a quarterback at eight. And I don't think we can
1: say that anymore. Right. So it's funny. Yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, just 24 hours ago, we we're talking about this is when teams bunker down and start worrying the draft, and there's not as much news, and we'll start talking draft ranks and things like that to, to kind of get us through before the the, the storm hits and. Boom. The NFL never disappoints. And where do you want to start? Let's start with the Jets.
0: Yeah, I like that it. cool. you? Yeah, okay. absolutely. The Jets uh, pick first they 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 have the second pick in the NFL draft and now have a few more extra draft picks and actually now have two firsts and two seconds next year. So just dominating the draft scene will be Joe Douglas. And and I mean, we already knew they were going to take Zach Wilson at two, right? Like we kind of we kind of knew. But now we really
1: know. Right. That's a fact. I mean, I mean, basically they're going to take a quarterback, most likely 99% Wilson, not a huge shock there, but that's also a team that had a lot of cap flexibility. Didn't have to move Darnold. I think their logic was we're going with Wilson. We love him. He's cheaper. He's younger. Um, we'll mold him in our liking likeness, whatever but we still like Sam and we're not giving him away. We're not desperate to get him out the door. He's not going to wreak havoc in Wilson's um, maturation. And if we hold him for the year and send him on his way after the regular season, we will get a third round comp pick a year from now. Cause somebody's going to give him big money by free agent standards, maybe not huge quarterback money, but big money. So uh, uh, the m- most I would trade him for is a future third. And that's a wash. So why not just keep him for that? I mean, again, mm-hmm. he's not hurting the cap. And what if, I don't know, pick 10 different quarterbacks. What if Baker Mayfield steps on a hole or gets hurt in minicamp and blows out a knee and then the Browns are calling saying, we're desperate. We'll give you a first next year. You know what I mean? Like right. his price is only going to go up as quarterbacks stink or get hurt between now and opening day. So there wasn't really a rush to move him. I also don't think that there was a huge market for them. I mean, I'm sure they got calls and maybe Denver and some of these other teams. But in the end, I think they did quite well. They got an, a late pick this year. That who really cares? But they get a second and they get a fourth as opposed to a third a year from now. And you mentioned the Jets have a ton of picks this year. And Douglas, clearly, since he took over, is valuing future picks. Trade Jamal Adams for two firsts, you know, and just keeps – Uh, in a Patriot way, just always having more picks than what the NFL gives you down the road. So uh, the Jets have a chance to really build a young, great roster. And this is a nice haul for them. It's not a bad haul for them. And clearly it's Wilson. So that's where the Jets stand.
0: And I think this was partially part of the process for the Jets, making sure, checking all their boxes on the prospect they want to Draft And they didn't do this trade a month ago because they wanted to see pro days. They wanted to make sure Zach Wilson yeah, was over right. 6'2 and, and weighed 214 pounds like he did. See him throw at his pro day, meet him a little bit more, talk to him, maybe talk go to, to dinner him, right. or whatever. Um, I don't even know if they're allowed to go to dinner anymore after those pro days. But uh, they just wanted to probably finish those evaluations, make sure they felt as good as possible about that number two pick, and then make sure they also got you know what was probably, look, if, if we get that second rounder, whether it's this year or next year, then we'll make that deal. They finally got it from the Carolina Panthers and it makes a ton of sense because everybody knew they were going to go quarterback at two and you almost had to start the clock over even if you really wanted to see what Sam Darnold was going to give you and you there there was really there was not a lot of avenues like you said there could have been something crazy that happened between now and camp that could have gotten you more for Sam Darnold but future Mm -hmm. second a fourth and a sixth, and just a few extra picks you already know you're moving on with a different quarterback It just makes a ton of sense for the Jets, who are locked in now. And it's almost not fun because I want a little bit more intrigue at the top of the draft. I can't remember a time when it was so obvious who the first two picks were going to be.
1: Yeah, and the first three picks are going to be quarterbacks. End of story. They're not open for business. We'll talk the Falcons a little later. Um, And I think Denver's noteworthy, too, now, because what do they do? and where They left holding the bag. Um, do you want to talk about it from a Panther perspective now? Oh, a couple more What's notes that?
0: here on the Jets before we get to the Panthers. Okay. This, yeah, one, yeah. this one from Adam Schefter. Uh, the Jets could pick Zach Wilson second overall after, um, taking Sam Darnold with the third pick in the 2018 draft. If that happens, they would become the first team in the common draft era since 1967 to select two quarterbacks in the top three picks overall in a four year span.
1: Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's
0: it's sort of surprising. It's not surprising to see teams pick quarterbacks in a four-year span, but that high top three, and we saw the Carolina or we saw the uh, Arizona Cardinals draft uh, uh, Rosen at what ten, and then the very next year at number one overall. That's two top ten picks, but this is top three quarterbacks. And even going back to what when was Sanchez drafted? Mark Sanchez.
1: That's the Stafford draft. So so that was 10 years ago or so? 10 years ago. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, they've used some pretty high picks on quarterbacks and
0: not a good track uh, record. How
1: about this Jets first round nugget? A buddy of mine just sent this to me. Updating the list of Jets' recent first round picks 2018, Sam Darnold traded. 2017, Jamal Adams traded. 2016, Daron Lee traded. 2015, Leonard Williams traded. 2014 uh calvin P- prior the the safety traded yeah. uh 2013 sheldon richardson traded 2013 d milner cut 2012 quentin Coples cut <laughs> that's insane
0: that is wild that is unbelievable because even the hits are not on their roster
1: <laughs> no right i mean they, they got rid of the jamal adams of the worlds and I mean, none. I mean, frankly, none of those have to do with Joe Douglas, except for trading Darnold and Adams. Mm. So he can take a crack at picks.
0: Whew. Wow. New York Jets. It's a new era, though. And it's funny because there's so much ineptitude there. But I actually feel really good about the Jets.
1: I, feel I like the coach. Great. I like the GM. Yes. I like where they sit. I like the picks. Yeah. I like their free agency moves. And I like, Absolutely.
0: I like Zach Wilson. I feel pretty good about him at number two. Although mm-hmm. uh, history tells us that. You know, of these top five quarterbacks, everyone's talking about here. Some are going to be bad. Like two of them are not going to be great at all, and maybe you know one or two stars, and one's pretty average.
1: So, who will those be? It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun, and and hey, I mean, people need to or shouldn't forget too that Joe Douglas drafted Makai Becton, and maybe Mims pays out plays. You know, pays out for him too. So they have a couple young guys on the roster. Um, I mean, everyone thought this was going to be the team that got Lawrence. They were so bad last year and they happen to win a game or two late. So, I mean, considering from the ashes of where they've come from, they may be a very different team two years from now.
0: All right, let's talk about the Carolina Panthers angle of this trade and some other uh, dominoes that are affected in this draft because of this swap next. NFL draft season in full swing, and you can get in on the action at betonline.com. A G, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. NFL draft props, super fun. If you think you know better than the average person what's going to happen in the NFL draft, you can find those draft props at Bet Online. NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball regular season now underway. Bet Online even covers awards and TV shows and reality TV. Real time, updated odds and props on almost anything. You can imagine to go along with table games and poker as well. And it's free to sign up. Just head over to the website. You can use your mobile device too. Sign up today using promo code LOCKEDON. Receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Matt, it's easy. I had to completely get everything from the New York Jets side. From the Carolina yes. Panthers side of this trade, right now, pre-draft, like this seemed like a post-draft move where the board didn't fall right, they weren't able to get their quarterback at eight, then you go trade for Sam Darnold with that future second-round pick. Where is the Carolina Panthers head right now with Teddy Bridgewater and now Sam Darnold at quarterback? What do you think was the motivation for them to do this trade now and go get Sam Darnold?
1: Here's my thoughts, just as an educated opinion. I mean, I think they were in on Matthew Stafford. I think they inquired about Russell Wilson. This might sound extreme and I don't know this, but if I had to put a chip down that if Deshaun Watson didn't have off the field issues right now, I bet he'd be a Carolina Panther already. Mm -hmm. And that was probably the main goal and not to make light of the real world and these women and whatnot, but that was the wrench in the plan here that nobody saw. I mean, just talking football. And then your Niners move to three, which I bet Carolina was inquiring about. And that's why San Francisco does it now to block them and get the third best quarterback in the draft. And then Atlanta gives them the finger and says, we're not talking to you because you're in the division. <laughs> and then you look around and say, I can't go into, I bet Pepper tells the team, or tells the GM, we're not going into next year with Teddy as a starter and a fourth-round pick. You're like, That ain't happening. Right. So something better than that has to happen. So I'm not saying it's a, a, a booby prize. It's kind of a consolation prize. And I'm still a Darnold guy. He's been a bad quarterback, though. I mean, I recognize that. I think that that coaching staff, Matt Rule in particular, the offensive coordinator, Brady – will definitely get much more out of him than the Jets did. And McCaffrey and the assist- and the people around him will certainly help. But this is a pretty big risk. Uh, I mean, they gave up a fair amount. They still have their first-round pick this year, which I, maybe could be a quarterback. I mean, I guess it's a possibility if Trey Lance falls or Fields or something like that. But I think they're going all in on Darnold and have told Teddy – You know, you're not long for this world. I mean, explore trade or at worst, you're going to restructure. I don't know if there'll be a market for Teddy. I'm intrigued, but it's a little bit of a move of desperation to me.
0: Sam Darnold is the Carolina Panthers starter is what I'm hearing.
1: I think so. Okay. Uh, um, Yes. I, I mean, the only reason I can say no is... What if Lance falls to them at eight or, I mean, and he probably even wouldn't be the opening day starter. You know I mean? If one of the, the guys they love falls to eight, would they still take a quarterback? I don't know that for sure. Um, or does Watson get cleared this week and they send Sam to Houston? You know I mean? None of those things seem likely at all to me though.
0: I will say this uh, by most metrics, Sam Darnold was worse than Teddy Bridgewater last year. Yeah, A lot of that was the New York Jets, but if this is a true camp competition, uh, Teddy Bridgewater already has the advantage of playing in that offense. I don't think it's a given that Sam Darnold's better than Teddy Bridgewater right now. And if you are just passing on quarterback at eight now, that's extremely interesting that they would go that route given what we expected the Carolina Panthers to do in this draft.
1: I don't know. The more I think about it, could they still go from 8 to 6 or 8 to 7 8 to 5 and still get a quarterback and just cut Teddy Rookie maybe, and yeah. Darnold maybe you that's think the one plan they all my problem
0: maybe they want a Darnold maybe they they maybe they know that Teddy's not going to be part of the plan and they want a Darnold to either be a starter in case they can't get a quarterback or they're still going to draft a quarterback and they Now teams aren't going to be trading to get up in front of them. So maybe this is I mean, Mm -hmm. is it worth a second rounder to get Darnold and not have to spend more in trade to move up? Like in the end, maybe that's maybe you're giving up fewer picks and you're getting a quarterback at eight still. And teams don't think they have to jump in front of you and you get Sam Darnold on top of it. And you're only giving up a future second where you'd have to give up a future first just to go up and get the same quarterback you're going to get at eight anyway. So maybe they're just playing chess here while everyone else is playing checkers.
1: I don't think that's crazy. I mean, I think you still consider that. I I can't imagine they would just look at Darnold and watch all his NFL tape and say, problem solved, done. And in a way that kind of reminds me of the Colts, like Wentz has had more success than Darnold. But can they just look at Wentz and be like, well, we fixed it. Problem solved. Uh, Maybe.
0: This is where my head went as soon as I saw this trade get down. Given the aggressive style of the 49ers trade, an early trade up to go all the way to number three, mm-hmm. the Eagles moved down from six to 12. And the reports were that, you know, basically they couldn't trade up high enough to get Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence. So they didn't want. So they were willing to move up. To so they got out for that, yeah. but they got out of there instead. So even at six, that means they weren't looking for one of the other quarterbacks. Uh, the Panthers now trading for Darnold. Could it be that teams don't actually view five quarterbacks as top 10 caliber and maybe even at pick eight and and one of those five quarterbacks is still there on the board and the Panthers are, are passing on them? And we might see, you know, one of those top five quarterbacks sitting there on the board when, say, uh, the New England Patriots are on the clock at 15. Does this mean that maybe one of these quarterbacks will actually be in the range of a Washington or a Chicago to trade up for or even be there on the clock for them? And which quarterback would that be? I mean, that's the interesting take it. could only it. be Matt Jones. And I almost feel like teams feel really good about two or three and, and maybe don't even like a couple of the other quarterbacks.
1: Maybe. Or the, and the exact opposite.
0: True. The opposite could be that Carolina just thinks all five are gone before pick eight and they're not going to be able to get up and get one at all, period. So mm-hmm. there's that side of it, too. It could go either way there. But uh, I feel like there's not a lot of in-between. Otherwise, there's no reason for Carolina to do this right now.
1: I mean, Carolina still has enough firepower. They could move up two or three spots and then, you know, if that costs you next year's first mm-hmm. and you look at it and say the eight pick, my first and second yielded me two quarterbacks, one of which I'll trade in a year and throw in two things at the problem, you know, two talented ones, 23 years old, and was an early pick and this is an early pick. Maybe, I mean, if they truly think they're a quarterback away, they might not be done, but I think they're a lot happier with the upside of their quarterback now than they were yesterday, at least, you know, like let me get my hands on Darnold and coach him up and give me a year. They picked up his fifth year option, which wasn't cheap, but in quarterback numbers, it's not terrible, but then you got to sign him after the year.
0: He gets more expensive next year, but still on the fifth year option, which they already picked up. It's still cheaper Mm -hmm. than, you know, a, a free agent market quarterback. If Sam Darnold goes big, um, According to Adam Schefter, these talks weren't because of the 49ers trade up to three, that these talks were ongoing and that this was already something that had been somewhat lined up even before that happened. So maybe the Panthers just never were really super into any of these quarterbacks at pick eight and then knew for sure that they weren't going to get a guy they like. And and the other thing this points to is there's been there's only two teams that. The Mac Jones thing is is I'm not I'm never going to believe it until it actually happens with the 49ers at number three. I still am not buying it. But <laughs> the only two teams, because no evaluators have Jones at three. They just are connecting dots and saying, hey, that's the guy. Uh, but the other team that they were connecting Jones to because of the senior bowl was the Carolina Panthers. Carolina, so maybe the yeah. Carolina Panthers they only liked Mac Jones and now they see that he, he's going to go 3 to the 49ers so they got out of um they got out with that's a different quarterback too. so th- that's he's another the one guy that would, we know best right
1: we believe he's going to be a niner punt
0: here's the other one is they know they can't get to 4 now because the Atlanta Falcons won't trade within the division there was a lot of smoke there for some reason there's certain teams that have been Connected to certain quarterbacks. And with the 49ers and the Panthers, for some reason Smack Jones. For the Jets, it's always been Zach Wilson. And for and the Jaguars, obviously, with the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence. But for the Falcons, for some reason, the insider types and the national pundits have always had Trey Lance to the Falcons yeah. at four. And I wonder if the 49ers. They skipped Trey Lance's pro day. Kyle Shanahan in his interview said, or in his press conference after the trade, said that they didn't want to have to play this smokescreen game anymore, and they made the trade up now, so now they can just go do all the evaluations they need and go to all the pro days. That was before they went to Mac Jones' pro day, before Justin Fields' pro day, but they had already skipped Trey Lance's pro day, and I believe Trey Lance and Justin Fields are both going to have an extra pro day now that the 49ers and any other team can go to and, and see them throw. So is Trey Lance the number three guy that everybody wants and that was connected to the Falcons so the Niners traded up and now the Panthers know that they're not going to be able to get him at eight? So maybe he's that number three guy. Maybe Jones and Fields are the fallers in all of this. I'm just trying to, to put some pieces together and see if we can sleuth out what's really going on here.
1: I can believe that because multiple, multiple sources have said Lance is killing the interviews. You know, that anyone that sits down, zooms with them or whatever, loves them. He's super dedicated and smart. We already know the physical tools are there. That's a pretty darn good combination. I'm not saying the others aren't, but it sounds like he has been the star of the interviews. I could believe that. Um, I, I think it's a little bit of a shortcut to really thinking, though, that Lance and Atlanta are the fit. Just because Matt Ryan's got a year or two, Lance needs a year or two. So they must love Lance. Maybe. I mean, I think a lot of teams love Lance, but I don't know that it's a slam dunk that Atlanta loves him, which brings me to two tweets that happened right before we went on the air. Chris Mortensen, obviously very doubt in, reports is highly interested in trade Lance. Then his buddy, Schefter, two or three seconds later, minutes later, says Atlanta's open to trade in the fourth pick, and they're getting a lot of offers. Like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh,
1: both things can be true and i'm not saying one's contradicting the other but you don't think morton Schefter said you don't know hear about Atlanta? And, you know and like right and let's tweet this out or you know i'm sure both are true i'm sure they'd be fine taking lands but i think they're open for business
0: okay i've got another report actually on the falcons that ties into all this and we'll get to some of your questions next However in-depth with repairs you can and would like to get at home with your vehicle, rockauto.com allows you to do so. Or just the staples, the things that everybody needs. Jumper cables. Do you not have jumper cables in your car? Go get some at rockauto.com. Engine parts, brake parts, oil, whatever you need, rockauto.com has it. And they have reliably low prices. Such an amazing selection. Go to rockauto.com. You will be blown away by The selection they have on any vehicle you could imagine. I'm scrolling rockauto.com. It goes all the way down to 1909 Model Ts. Yes, they have parts for that. It's crazy. So fix up that old car. Keep your new car running smooth. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car or truck will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. To go along with the Mort and Schefter reports, I saw another one, and uh, I don't have it up here. I can't remember who tweeted it out, but it was a reliable source talking about the Atlanta Falcons and that GM Terry Fontenot likes one of the quarterbacks in the draft at pick four, and new head coach Arthur Smith thinks that Matt Ryan's got two-plus years left and might want to go another direction in the draft, or maybe that means that's where a trade would happen if they decide uh, that a team's willing to pay to move up to get that quarterback. Will we see for the first time ever quarterbacks going one through four? That's going to be a fascinating selection. And who the Niners pick at three is also going to be maybe a big part of of all that.
1: Yeah. And so if Atlanta is open for business, Denver to me is the obvious team. Carolina's been blackballed. We're not talking to you. And I think New England's the dark horse. This has been a
0: very different Pat's offseason, and maybe part of that aggression in free agency was filling needs so they felt like they could give up some extra picks and go get a quarterback.
1: So doesn't Denver feel like they're the team now holding the bag? Like we're not going to get a guy. We're going to roll with Drew lock.
0: I think this makes it more likely that a quarterback is there for Denver.
1: Perhaps. Yeah. Cause Carolina could pass on one now. Right. And there might they not maybe stay put and it's... get Mac Jones or whomever.
0: It's a long ways and a very expensive move for Patriots or Washington or
1: Chicago. That is. I don't think Washington or Chicago can get there.
0: That's a that's a huge move to get up. Even if they tried to get up in front of fifteen, well, that would be easier. That like could the, happen. The fourteen yeah. area, because at, at twelve or thirteen, I think there's starts to be a little bit of a, a tier break in pros, in non quarterback prospects. So let's say you're Minnesota at fourteen, you're not really looking for a quarterback, and you might be drafting uh, among the Elijah Vera Tuckers of the world you'd probably be Mm -hmm. willing to move back to 19 or 20 and maybe even still get the same guy you would have taken at 14 or at least someone from the same tier of prospects if a team's trying to get in front of the New England Patriots. But if you're trying to get up in front of 9 or 8, if you're trying to get up from 19 or 20 all the way to pick 7 or so, that's going to be pricey.
1: And again, we keep bringing up the Niners. If they take Mac Jones, I don't think those other two fall. If they don't take Mac Jones maybe he falls, and I put falls in quotations, I mean, to 12 or 15. Like, he ain't going to be there for the playoff teams.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I would not be shocked at all at this point. I think, I think the moves recently make it, especially the Darnold trade, make it more likely that the Patriots could actually be on the clock and one of those top five quarterbacks is still there. And my bet would still be it's Mac Jones.
1: I think he's the only one that could get to 15
0: that's so wild that he could go three and everyone's okay with it. Or he could be sitting there at 15 and everyone's like, yeah, that's, that makes sense too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's the Aaron Rodgers draft. I mean, Uh, he could have went one or two or then when he didn't and uh, you know, so if you're Denver or even maybe other than these other teams, like I know this isn't going to inspire confidence in Denver fans, but I would at least offer a draft pick to Jacksonville for Gardner Minshew.
0: Yeah. Oh Yes. This has been going on for over a year. They got to have somebody else to push Drew Locke and maybe even get somebody who's better than Drew Locke. Because I think you and I both agree that we're not sold on Drew Locke. In fact, we're probably on the other side of it. We're like, okay, let's find somebody else. But at the very least, you got to push him. And they didn't really even do that last year. And we, we were especially you. You were pounding the table for that before the season even started last year. I can't imagine they would go through another season in the same
1: But there's not many other options now. I thought that was a very possible landing spot for Darnold. And, I mean, couldn't Denver offer that same package?
0: I I would have commended them if they did. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Maybe there would have been too many suitors for Darnold after the draft. So the Panthers thought, you know, we got to do this now because we think this is how it's going to go. And as soon as the draft ends, maybe the price goes up on Darnold because other teams will then be forced to do something because the draft didn't go the way they wanted to. By the way, my very first mock draft I did, I had Denver going from nine to four with the Falcons and that, I think that trade's still potentially a possibility. I still like that.
1: I think that's very possible. I think that maybe even be the most likely team to get the four.
0: Although maybe they don't feel the need to move anymore, right? Because they don't think that there's a team between them. That's going to take a quarterback unless it's actually the Falcons themselves. If the Falcons are willing to move out, then they're probably not going to take a quarterback either.
1: Right. No, it's very interesting. And in the end, I mean, I know we know the three are going to be gone. That leaves two left, starting with the fourth pick. I don't think either is going to fall when it's said and done. And I know you're in great denial, but I still think there's a great chance Mac Jones goes three, and then the Sharks attack for Lance and Fields.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Being a possibility and i could also yeah. see the exact opposite where everyone's been on everyone's been in on fields and lance the whole time and mac jones has sort of been the smokescreen guy and he's the one that's still available down into the team uh-huh. so it, it, this this is a wild draft it's gonna that's be a lot of fun be. and there's a lot of smokescreens and we don't know what to believe i have no idea what to believe anymore i i think i see the path and, and the direction this thing's going but who knows and and look the mocks are always wrong and the teams are always bad at drafting when they do it anyway so one of the things that I love about the draft is as soon as a pick is made it's like oh of course that's a perfect fit and then two years later you're like oh, that was a terrible pick that guy sucks why did they, <laughs> they draft him there? All, yeah. you know so just because the team made a move doesn't mean they made the right move uh, I want to go to Felipe actually on Twitter who said
1: in today hey, one last thing oh, before sure. we do yeah, yeah. the one piece of buzz I'm not buying at all though is teams have questions about Justin Fields or Justin anything negative I hear about Justin Fields I ain't buying oh, no I mean like all the news is Saints love or the Niners love Mac Jones. All these teams love Trey Lance. You don't hear that about Fields, nope. which yeah, that's, he's the sleeping giant.
0: That's part of it for me. That's why right. I think it's Fields at three because I think yeah. teams are throwing out smoke screens. I think Orlovsky got duped with that whole thing he put out there on the Pat McAfee show about, uh, because it's pretty easy. Like we can see. The drive that Justin Fields has, uh, the way he plays, the leadership. He fought for sure. his conference and his team to have a football season. He was leading that charge. He wants to play ball. He's all about ball. Uh, his, his toughness. He out the guy who's going to go That's number one with broken yeah. ribs and – um, there was a play where he outran his own running back. First of all, showing off the hustle and showing off the speed. He outran his own running back and the guy that was chasing him down to throw a block down the field. He handed it off to him, then outraced both guys down the field to make another block. I mean, that's one of the craziest <laughs> right, right. plays that happened in college football this year. And then people throwing out those, you know, the the most obvious smoke screen ever. And I think um, Orlovsky got duped putting that out there. And then Mac Jones is over here. Who's out of shape and has a DUI in his past. And,
1: He's Nobody's an angel, talking yeah. about
0: off-field, and he's like this perfect prospect that is a perfect game manager, and you're drafting top three. So I'm not buying it.
1: I mean, I think nine out of ten drafts, Justin Fields is the first overall pick.
0: If if either Fields or Trey Lance went back to school, every single mock draft starting the day after this year's draft would have them number one overall.
1: Like, flat By far. out.
0: And they would probably yeah, yeah. Be, stay there the entire year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question.
0: Felipe yesterday tweeted this at me. He said at BD Peacock in today's episode, the NFL is really quiet right now. The NFL response, hold my beer. So yeah, that's what <laughs> happened. <'cause laughs> you, you, yep. it, it doesn't stay quiet for long in the NFL. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Johnny says with the Sam Darnold trade, how comfortable are you with the under on Adam Schefter's prediction of 18 new qu- starting quarterbacks this year?
1: Wow, you want to count them off real quick? I'll count them off real quick. Okay, let's go. You New be- England's a no. Buffalo's a no. Jets are a yes. Miami's a no. Steelers are a no. That whole division's a no. Houston, I think, is a yes because uh, I don't know. I don't even really know if you how you count them. are uh, the, uh, a yes. yes. Indy's a yes. Jacksonville's a yes. Tennessee's a no. Denver's to be determined as well, leaning towards no. Raiders are no, Chiefs are no, Chargers are no. So that's like three or four in the AFC.
0: Yeah. And Dallas if, is, uh, go ahead. NFC, there's uh, there's potential for more, but yeah, it's definitely going to be yeah. the under on 18.
1: I mean, Dallas is a no, Philly's a no. Washington's a yes. Giants are a no. Bears are a yes. Vikes are a no. Packers are a no. Lions uh, are lions yes. are a yes. Saints are a yes. Atlanta's to be determined, but looks like no Carolina's a yes. Uh, there's some other, th- Oh, the two world champs. There are no, um, Seattle's a no San Fran's a yes. I'll say, I mm-hmm. mean, Jimmy could be the opening day starter, but they went and got a guy. Right. Arizona's a no and Rams are a yes. So what's that? 10, Maybe
0: Ten, ish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So a lot of movement, so but not quite as much right interesting Interesting. yeah yeah crazy
0: good stuff all right so there's more questions we'll get to some more tomorrow because we had to cover that big nfl trade and who knows there might be another big trade that happens tomorrow who knows who will be on the clock at four um this is gonna be a lot of fun uh, this draft season is is wild and maybe wilder than ever And i think we know less than ever about these prospects which adds to the intrigue Pick three, pick four. Uh, that'll have a lot to say about what five, six, seven, eight through the end of the first round look like. And I can't wait. And we'll keep covering it for you every day right here, Peacock and Williamson.